And welcome to uh, Big Ignorant Gamers number 12, uh, coming to you from the month of May? Is it May? It's not June yet, is it? It's May, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm Graham Goring. I'm Dave Williamson. I'm Mark Foster. Oh, good. Okay. And that's an ice cream fan. Fucking hell! <laughs> Fucking ice cream truck turns up just... I swear to God, he just like deals drugs and stuff, because he is around all year. And that, now, this I'm going to say this in a way that isn't legally actionable as well. Um, as if that wasn't but i remember once he turned up and i thought oh, i fancy an ice cream so i went out there to the guy and uh he, he parked up and he didn't come to the window and there's not me and another guy waiting there so i went went round to the front did you just fart was that your stomach yes. okay we'll see if that came through <laughs> so i went round to the front and looked at him and he was just staring at the kids playing in the field not saying anything maybe he was thinking maybe they're potential customers that's what he was thinking but a little bit dodgy. Yeah. So Did you wh- get your ice cream? Oh, yeah. And do you know what I don't... He, he aerates the mix too much. <laughs> you go... To, <laughs> see, this, you, can, you can control how much air goes into these whippy ice creams. You go to Stockport Market, you get a very dense ice cream. It's really good. But uh, but him, he aerates the mix. So it's, it's almost like you're getting, like, shaving foam that tastes of ice cream rather than ice cream. So, so he aerates the mix and he might be a pedophile. This is Lawyer Lot 4000. I would like to make it clear that he is not a pedophile. I repeat, he is not a pedophile. So he's got a few <laughs> negative points to him. And he probably doesn't deal drugs either. And also, he doesn't refer to the red sauce as monkey's blood, so that's annoying too. That would have been more <laughs> worrying if he did. No, because that's what it's called, monkey's blood. That's what you call the... Uh, that's what that, Maybe it's a southern thing, or maybe it's a thing for people maybe it's older. A, maybe it's a sociopath thing, I don't know. No. I've never heard that before. You've never heard of monkey's no. blood? What would, you, what would you call the blue stuff? Well, but you see, the thing is, monkey's blood was called monkey's blood back in the days where you wouldn't get blue stuff. Blue? That was the future. So, like alien I blood. tell you what, we went off topic really fast. <laughs> the thing is, I know that when he drives off, he's going to start that fucking chime up again. So, just... You're just waiting to cut this entire section? No, no, I'm going to keep it in because cause it's quality. <laughs> Uh, better that than Dave fondling my Totoro. That's that's, is that a euphemism? <laughs> I wish Because that sounds like a euphemism. It's not. Okay. I deny everything. Yeah. Um, okay, so Dave's got the list of what we're, we're going to talk about. Um, so I suppose we should talk about news first. That's kind of traditional, isn't it? What have we got in news? Super Game Jam. What the fuck's that? It's a new Devolver Digital thing where they get several well-known developers together yeah and they conduct a game jam 48 hours and they record the results okay and then they release this for free yes no (laughs) not for free what so you have to pay for the tv show it's it's 15 15 15 dollars or something for five episodes and five games yeah and you get the games oh okay so basically paying three dollars per game yeah, but it is exactly how they ended at the end of the game jam. So right. if they're a, a mess that doesn't work, you get a mess that doesn't work. Fuck. 
But it's not really about the game, is it? It's more about seeing yeah, how it's made. The, the videos are the main thing. Right, now, but you said you've seen the first episode, right? Yeah. And? Uh, it's It it suffers from um, the small sample source they've got to work with. Because they've got specific developers and a small amount of them. If there's periods where there's not really uh, very interesting things happening, mm. they haven't got other people to go to. So is each so each episode follows like is it two people then? Uh, yeah, I think that I think they're all just uh, two developers that right. maybe haven't worked together before. Right. And they just throw them together, give them a theme, and then cut down forty-eight hours into thirty minutes. Yeah. And the results aren't much to speak of. It's interesting from a developer's point of view. Okay. What was the first game like? Yeah, it was. It was called Navigator. It was a now, racing mind, game. You're talking about Mark's employers here, so you know, watch no, your words. No, you're talking about JW and the guy who made Ibanob. No, I know, but it's being made by Devolver Digital, wasn't no, it? No, Devolver publishing and funding it. It's right. been made by a, a film. Oh studio. right, okay. So it's actually uh, so because oh. Devolver do films as well, don't they? Do they? Yeah, I didn't I know, know that. If you go on the Devolver site, you either choose games or films, and they do indie films and stuff. What films have they made? Uh, you have to look at the website, I'm not sure. Oh, I'm going to do that, and yeah. then I'll, maybe I'll, you know, splice something in, <laughs> discussing it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so it's it's not that great, though. It, well, it is in places, and it is. I think it's very hit and miss. Mm. I mean, if there's good stuff for them uh, being produced by the game developers, then they've got good stuff to work with. But if there's a huge lull in the jam, then... You're stuck with a huge lull, aren't you, that you have to cut out. Now, didn't you say that Jerry Mickle was going to be in this first episode? Possibly. he was. I think he, I think this is what we were talking about. He said that there was some uh, game jam thing that they were going to film it and it was going to be with JW. Right. But I'm not sure if that was a secret thing that I was not supposed to tell anyone, but it didn't happen, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, exactly. Plus, it means we can, we can uh, bring out the old Jerry Mickle jingle again. Put that in. Jerry Mickle is his name. Jerry Mickle is his name. Jerry Mickle is his name. Jerry Mickle Jingle. You there see, we are. It would have played just then. Yeah. You see, with with it, the bit I liked most was the some extras on it. That <laughs> fucking ice cream. <laughs> he hasn't driven very far as well. Obviously, it's, it's going to start up again. There are some extras. There's some extras on it that that where it's just them discussing what game they're going to make, and it's just that whole section unedited, mm. unlike where you watch the episode and they edit that section. Right. I found that more interesting mm. than the actual episode itself because you get to think, see their thought process of what they go through, and JW just insists on making a racing game all the way through. Oh, right, did he just railroad the other guy? Yes. Yeah, didn't yeah, they? Very didn't, much so. I think they were set on making a racing game, or JW set on making a racing was, game, yeah. and then their theme was like, uh, what was it? Uh, the breakup. Breakup, okay. Well, the exact opposite of what I just said. <laughs> and so they, they kind of shoehorn break up into their racing game. That's the best way to do a jam. Just shoehorn the theme in. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's working out pretty well for you. So Generally, yeah. Yeah? It so, keeps, yeah, on, keeps on winning mean, prizes. I'm not gonna say it's it's terrible super game jam, but I mean it's it's <laughs> what a what a review. I'm not gonna say it's terrible. I'm well, gonna do everything <laughs> but say it's terrible. <laughs> I think I think it's just hit and miss. There's some good bits, but do we do they know who the uh, other episodes are going to be about? How often do they come out? I don't know how often they come out, but the um, on the on the episode listing it does have all the names of the developers. Anyone that was interesting enough that you remember? 
the the one I'm actually looking forward to seeing is Sauls. Oh right, Adam Saltzman. Oh no, no, no. Who's yeah. he? Sos- Sosowski. Oh okay. Who's he paired with? I don't know who he's paired with, but he's crazy enough that it's got to be entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> what oh games yeah, he... that's going to be great. What games has he done? McPixel. McPixel. Oh okay, right. The one where and you just the, uh, kick Acton in the arcade and all that stuff. Oh okay. That was the one that had like a billion games yeah, in it. Yeah, like five hundred jam games on it or something. Fucking yeah. ridiculous. Five hundred jam games. Yeah. <laughs> don't understand. Okay, well, so, uh, and that should you just go to the Devolver website if you want to get that $15. You can get it on, on Steam. Steam. Is it on Steam yeah. as well? Yeah. The, but the, the, everything can get on Steam. The Steam days. forums about that are fucking hilarious. Why? Because <laughs> it's just people like, p- people are just really angry that it exists. I don't know. People I'm are so, have they actually looked at what's coming out of Greenlight? No. Why are they angry about that when utter crap, or as Dave has coined the term, green shite? That'll be a new <laughs> section starting next month. Um, to go along with shit starter. Um, has that I, taken you a year to think of how long Greenlight's been I, out? I don't imagine that he's One been... One day you just rack- wake up in the middle of the night and go, <gasps> green shite! Yeah. I don't imagine you've been racking your brains trying to think, how can I one-up shit starter? Here's how, here's how much shit starter is fixed in my brain. I went to try and go to Kickstarter today and I was like, well, why isn't this working? It's because I was trying to go to shitstarter.com. Hey, you should make that website. And it just, it links through to Kickstarters that you select each week. Yeah, it just filters, it filters out the good stuff. <laughs> that's, you, ex- that's exactly what you need. Not a big job, if I'm honest. Yeah. There's a lot of crap on there. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that sounds quite interesting, actually. Um, I mean, I, I don't know about paying for television. Um, <laughs> I do, it just feels odd, really. You know, if it was on a channel, I'd probably watch it. But I don't want to pay $15 for some... It depends how interested in the process you are, though. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not like... Given that if I was interested in the process, I'd just go to a fucking jam. And the weird thing is, it seems to me that the sort of people who would actually watch this are sort of people who could just go to a fucking jam. Yeah, yeah. So I think it is on. weird that it is a show that is made for developers primarily, I'd say. Because... Mm. It's a busman's holiday. Although, actually, really, I suppose if people were interested in what a game jam would be like that aren't developers. But then most of most people who aren't developers won't really know what a game jam is as well. So, it's a bit of a weird... Yeah, exactly. Like, who the, who's the demographic they're aiming for? Yeah, it's very odd. Well, because there was... What was the... What channel was it that was trying to make this big... There was this thing recently where they were trying to make like a Game Jam TV reality series yeah. and it all blew up oh, spectacularly. Was it, not, was it not just a YouTube thing? Oh, was it YouTube? Right. Yeah. But they spent like a fortune yeah, on it, Yeah, it was like $400,000 or something. Yeah, but apparently they, had the, they brought this director in and he was an utter dick and he just ruined it. Mm-hmm. But you have to dig that out because just put a link to that because that, if you haven't read that story, it's amazing because it is just like, oh, TV's the worst. <laughs> Apart from obviously Game of Thrones, which is really good. I'm just angry that it wasn't on today because it's some fucking holiday in America. What is Memorial Day? Well, do they just go and look at statues and stuff? Isn't it like remembering all the people who died in wars to protect the innocent people of the world and you just insulted it, Graham? This isn't the first time I've done that. Like, I don't think we have any listeners in America. I, mean, I think we barely have, we have any, any outside of this postcode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, in that case, I'm very sorry. But if you will try taking the country off us... We owned that place, and then you took it off us. Just saying. Which place? The War of Independence. America. That You know, England too. Well, when we got there, it was inhabited by other people. We, you know, but we have a rich history of doing that for, in England, really. That doesn't make That's... you correct, though, does it? No, uh, probably not. Getting straight into an odd area, I feel. <laughs> 
Oh, this is so, quite far off topic. Yeah. Next thing in the news. Anything in the news? <laughs> so I, think, Super Game I think that's all yeah. our news. So, yeah. It wasn't even news, really, was it? Has nothing interesting happened? Well, we in... can segue off into uh, Lundari, I think, would be a good point now. Which finished the other day, yes. Okay. Let's do that then. What do you mean finished? Is that it? Is it over? No, no it, the results came out and oh, okay. the winners were published and all that stuff. Now, you didn't have an entry. Did you still manage to win something? <laughs> no, I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> just because <laughs> if anyone could do it. Still did better than me and I did enter. <laughs> oh, did you get a spoon or something? I probably I, right. I did terribly. Terribly. Was the game, did your game suck then? No, I actually quite liked my game. But... Did you, I remember reading you saying, oh, I'm really quite happy with how it's turned out. I, yeah. When I was looking at your game's um, like st- stats of what people have voted for, it was interesting because, like, what did you get for the theme? It was, like, three out of five. And yet the theme was bang on. It was under the surface. The entire game was just yeah, around I, that. Th- that was the highest thing that I rated in, and I came 500th and something. Yeah, but that the makes theme. me think that, like, if you think about the way people vote for Lumdara games, if a game is, med- like, if it's really good and polished, people vote everything up in it even if it's not the best thing in those fields. But if it's, like, medium level or lower, it'll just drop it right down. It's a weird sort of, like, cut-off between them. So what was the theme? Beneath the surface. Oh, yeah, you did actually say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, had that I had that question queued up in my head already. So, um, uh, any good games in it, then? Uh, well, I saw a couple. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> Fair enough. But what, what would you care to expand on that, or is uh, that the end of the Ludendare section? The Valley Rule. The Valley Rule. Yes. Which, what's, what's that about then? Which was a very nice platformer, Metroidvania Ooh, type thing. I'm sold. Which, uh, well, I mean, it was it was um, beautifully pixelated. Um, you make it sound like it's a paedophile on television that does what his identity discovered. Pixelated. <laughs> Just that's what you do to criminals' faces and things, or victims' faces. But it was really well done. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> and uh, you, uh, yeah, the uh, the aim was to collect four keys, I think it was. Yeah. And um, but um, to do it, you had to collect different power ups to enable you to get to the different areas that give you different. Were they really obvious power? Oh, double jump. Woo. It was. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, well, double <laughs> jump was one of them. They were all right. It was like wall grab, double jump. Was the one? I'm sure there's another one, right? Yeah. Well, there were four, so there were definitely no. There was there was four keys, but they weren't. Well, there were three, probably three pads. So you probably get the first one, and then vanilla, and then maybe it was just grab wall and double jump. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Go and play it. It's really good. Okay. It gave me it gave me a very um, knit feel. Oh well, I don't want it. I hate knit. Really? Yeah, because it's just a fucking empty game. It's like a game that's got 300 screens and about two. Two screens worth of ideas. It just annoys me, Knit does. It's just a load of ambient twat. Yeah, but I, I like the ambient bit. Mm, ambient games are no, they're not games. It's a really it's a really nice atmosphere and stuff in it. It's really good. The audio and stuff in it, it's uh, quite good. Like a nice little just ambient sounds and then well, I'll, pixely chip tuny. I'll I'll have a look, but you've really put me off this, Dave. I was quite looking forward to that, and you ruined it by comparing it to Nick. Well, from what I can tell, it didn't do very well in the competition. Did not? No. It's because it's cause people got to a point... It gets hard. It gets unexpectedly ridiculous at one bit. Because mm. you, you get into a room and you think, well, there's nothing to do here, unless it expects me to do this, which is insane. And then it's like, oh, yeah, that is what it expects me to do. I loved that, though. But there's loads of angry people in the comments, which I found pretty funny. You should You should probably think about this with regards to the difficulty level of your own game. 
that what yeah, you, well, what the fact you is find... I, I personally like it to be difficult, and there are people who are the same as me. You can have a casual then... mode in your game? Yeah, it's called the exit button. <laughs> Snap, snap. Oh my god, it's like that. It's like that. Oh, what's the vegetarian option? You can fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, uh, what was the other game that you found appealing? Uh, Sub level zero. Well, now that's very much under the surface. Yes, uh, it's a what I would call a descent close. Six dot. Descent? Which Chris, hate Chris would six, call a six dot. Six dot. Chris Russell is an idiot. <laughs> Six six degrees of freedom, six of descent clone. Just call oh, it an interior six doff, in fact, you would call it, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would really? be it. <laughs> I suppose elite is an exterior six doff. Really? I suppose, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, guess. I would call those games things that make me feel a bit sick. I can't play them for more than half an hour without feeling sick. It isn't it isn't bad in sub level zero, is it, that kind of thing? Because it's a space station, so you can you it doesn't really matter which way up you are. It's kind of it's fine. Yeah, and uh, I think well, I think these days you're kind of used to it now, going upside down in video games and things like that. It's I not... suppose. I was just thinking about it because um, I was playing Wolfenstein, which I'll mention about later on. But I was playing it on the PC, and I didn't even think about playing it on mouse and keyboard, and just immediately thought, "No, play this on the on the joypad." It just feels right now. It's mm. it's kind of weird when that start when you started having, you know, oh, oh mouse and keyboard's much better than controller, and it, and it was at the start. But I think once you get used to controllers for first person shooters, it just totally works so maybe it's saying maybe if i went back to descent now my brain is kind of keyed into this kind of game and it'll be fine about it but at the time fucking hell i couldn't play them at all although i do think that they they did a version for the oculus rift yeah which would well would make me vomit (laughs) again a entirely (laughs) static game set in the oculus rift would make me vomit it's just (laughs) just a vomit making machine it's terrible uh, I really want to try the new one though with the higher resolution. Now that they say, "Oh, it's much better." Yeah. Right. Have you have you pre-ordered one? Yeah, it's supposed to be coming in July. Uh, well, I ordered, I pre-ordered some um, Bob and Bob plushies that play music, and those are late as well. So I know your pain. <laughs> oh, it's not late. It's not July yet. Well, it will be late. I'm sure. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. But... Um. Okay. And uh, what? What? So, what's the actual gameplay? I assume it's shooting. Yeah, it's it's literally just descent. Okay, yeah. but it's procedurally generated levels. And ah, yes, there oh. is that. Um, they've they've procedurally generated, so it's it's sections that stick together. Right. So oh, so so kind of like with um, uh, that top down one. Uh, teleglitch. Teleglitch. Yeah. Yes. But uh, I, I suppose even though it's running two days, the graphics are still nicer than the original descents. Which yeah. is so fucking ugly. It actually looks quite nice, actually. Yeah. Does it? It's yeah. like kind of um, pixely art on, onto 3D. What but was... it's, it's pretty clean and nice looking. What? And the music's really good. Was there a Ludum Diary about stealth recently or something? Or anything? Not recently, no. Because I remember seeing that someone did like a little 72 hour game and it was like a top down version of Thief like a couple of months ago that was quite sort of cute. And I'm sure that was part of a, ja- a, a jam game or something. Sure, you didn't dream this. No, I'll dig it out and show it to you because it was on Kotaku or Kotaku. There's been loads of like different jams recently, though, hasn't there? Yeah. There was like, like fuck this jam is coming up next week. Yeah. Uh, there was punk jam or steampunk jam or something like that. There's a space cowboy one at the moment. Yeah. Why? It's just like fucking bundles. I can't keep track of these. Why is everyone jumping on this bandwagon? There's no profit there. 
I don't understand uh, it. Tell that to the person who's it's turning fun. their game um, jam game. Okay, jam. right. No, I mean, there's no profit for the people who organise the jam, particularly. Yeah, is the there? jams are fun. But... but but do people not burn out on having to bloody judge them and stuff like that? Oh Christ! It's almost becoming like a job j- judging jam. You don't jam have games. to judge them. You pl- you might want to play them because you get to play a load of free games and see what <laughs> L- people load are doing. Of free shit games. Yeah, but it's fun. Mm. I suppose I suppose it's kind of like finding a C ninety tape when, for the Spectrum like, games back in the day. When you look through like games and you find something like Valley Rule in uh, Ludendare and you're like, oh, this is really cool. It's a good a good moment. Yeah, but only in contrast to all the shit like, you've had to yeah, wind through. But yeah, it's like sifting that, yeah. for gold or something, isn't or, it? Or you, or, or, <laughs> yeah. or you could just play a good game. Panhandling for gold. <laughs> Panhandling? What, like asking strangers for gold? Panning for gold. Panning for gold. Panning. Panhandling <laughs> for gold. Got any gold on you, mister? Oh. Can I have some gold? Can I have some... Got any spare gold? Just Ex- a couple of ingots. Exactly like that. <laughs> oh, I love it when people make grammatical mistakes. Um, not even grammatical. That was a grammatical mistake. That wasn't either. It's just... Oh, I'm just, just a pedant, talking. basically. Uh, okie dokie so that's Ludendari uh, was there anything that you played in it that you enjoyed or have you just uh, been far too busy making your own game just the two that mentioned there are the ones that I remember because uh, Valley Rule is really good and uh, as was uh, Sub-Level Zero well who discovered these who's well Sub-Level Zero is made by uh, Manchester friends Fee uh, Luke um, and then Fee, that's Fee who stamps on kittens right who stamps on kittens <laughs> Dave will remember is, isn't that what you said Mark yeah, you said that he stamps on kittens. Oh, is this something I've, I've missed on the last <laughs> podcast? Did you not listen to the last episode yet? No, I was going to. Oh, okay. I, I thought, but I thought, oh, I'm just going to We have, s- we have slandered you shit. something <laughs> rotten. <laughs> Almost regret you coming to this one. I was the scapegoat for last week then, right? Yeah, last month so. Fair enough. Um, okay, right. Okay. Uh, and who was the other one by? Anyone that we know? Or... I have no, no idea. Two uh, dudes... On the internet, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> that sounds like a, like a terrible like two girls, one cup, two dudes on the internet. Two dudes on the internet. Um, <laughs> How does that sound? It just does. It just sounds like cake fart for some reason. I don't know. So the valley okay. rule, it's like two it's girls, like, one cup. Yeah, the valley rule is like cake fart. <laughs> Have you seen cake fart? I don't know what cake oh, fart. I don't is, want no. to. It's just a woman who. Whilst I I I'm not going to show you. I'm just going to describe it in disgusting detail. A woman who sits on a cake and then farts into it with her puckered anus. That's, that's all it is. That's pretty weird. It is pretty weird. Yeah. Fair enough. But ruins a perfectly good cake. So uh, that's cake <laughs> fart. Um, I would recommend. So that's Ludendare. Yeah. Yeah, there we are. 23 minutes in. Um, right. Um... I'll do Tub Girl next. Oh, <laughs> You've not seen Tub Girl? I don't want to know. Have you seen Goatsy? Yes, I have. Actually. Okay. Le- Lemon Party? Yes. Kids in Sandbox? No. Okay. <laughs> that sounds really dodgy. No, it's not. It's, it's 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 completely misleading. You think, oh, Kids in Sandbox, what's this? It's the man who puts the jar up his bottom and then it breaks. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. One man, oh. one jar. That's what... It was I called, don't want uh, to which know. is more. Of I a know. Oh yeah, no, I I don't want to know either. I'm afraid. Have you not seen it. that? No, I, I remember watching that in uni, and pe- the people I was watching it with were like just passing out. Yeah, you would. It was pretty hilarious. Oh. It sounds horrible, like pulling shards of bloody glass at his anus. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, Dave is not <laughs> taking for this. Taking this very well at all. 
Let's get on topic, shall we? Yeah, you know, I could turn the telly on and go no! to the little <laughs> Okay, fine. Yes, yeah, the um, worst thing I've ever seen 16 times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, right, next. Uh, are we doing shit starter or reviews? I think we should do reviews first, because then I'll turn on the telly and then... Yeah, save, oh, the, save the good stuff for yeah, last and And with the quality stuff. <laughs> yeah, some proper shite this month. Well, there was a couple of good Kickstarter things as well that I noticed, that witch, witch marsh and stuff. But I've no idea what they're like. It, I mean, other than saying, oh, it looks nice, there's not really anything I can say. Um, right, we'll do reviews then. Well, it, sure, would yeah. you like to start with Kero Blaster? Yeah, is it? I thought it was Kero. Kero Blaster? Kiro. Yeah. Oh, is, were you just trying to do a Japanese well, accent? It, you say, yeah, it would be pronounced like that. Come on, it? let's hear your racist accent. I wasn't Kiro Blaster. Okay. Um, actually, well, no, because the L and the the R should be pronounced halfway between an L and an R if you're doing it Japanese, because they ha- they don't have like one or the other. They kind of have a... see now you're being racist. No, no, they have they have like this thing that's like a combination of the two, effectively. Okay, but, and that's so, that's so what it leads be Blaster. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. <laughs> there what we are you go. saying? Jesus oh. Christ. I'll leave that in. <laughs> Makes you look like the bad person. Um, anyway, so Kira Blast is, is the game by Pixel, uh, you know, um, the, the guy who did uh, Cave Story, which is, you know, that's good. That was a good yeah. game. People seem to re- like that. I think there are a few versions released. Um, well, actually, uh, the um, 3DS one is not the 3DS one. The DS one's finally coming out on the eShop over here, which is nice because it's been a long time coming. Is Cave Story Plus the same game but with higher res graphics? Yeah, it? yeah. The Steam right. version is just it's just I, the same. Okay. I don't think uh, yeah, it's and got the, the 3D new... version's the same game except with 3D. Yeah, it's got okay. new music as well. Cave Story Plus as well as cool because I want to play. I might play through it again soon. Really? Yeah, I've not played it in like uh, years. Okay, so. Yeah, well, why not get Kira Blaster? Because it's like the <laughs> actual... I might do. I, I was going to, but then I got. I know you didn't like the graphics. Yeah. To explain what it is, anyway, it's, it's a platform shooter set over the course of seven levels. I think it was, um, where you play a frog who works for this corporation called the Cat and Frog Corporation, um, and for some reason your boss is turning into a monster, um, and you get sent to various places to shoot things. Um, and that's kind of, it's got, it's this, it has got like a weird plot as you go through and it is kind of charming. Um, but, uh, you basically have, you know, like, uh, weapons that you can upgrade. You collect coins from things that die and you can upgrade your weapons. And the nice thing is that the weapons do have like specific uses. You do sort of, they have, there's a bit of thought gone into it, um, to, for what weapons are best to kill what enemies or, you know, because some things actually sort of fall down with gravity or like uh, one's the bubble gun. So it's quite sure if you're underwater, you can shoot at things on the surface by firing it and it'll naturally they'll gravitate upwards. So, yeah, the weapons are actually quite sort of uh, similar to the cave story ones, really. And, you know, again, in that they had actual sort you of... You can't shoot down in it, can you? Uh, no. That's why you need... Oh! No, you can't. But you have got some weapons that have like a really sort of fat enough shot that they effectively hit the block below your feet. Well, it's um, just in case, though, the best thing was just getting that laser gun and shooting downwards so you could fly. Oh, the 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 the, far, the machine gun one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it doesn't have that. Yeah, that's sad. Um, yeah, but then but then that's how it kind of hides some stuff. Because the point is, when you complete the game, this this guy comes up to you and he says, "Do you think that went well?" are you happy with how that went and if you choose no you play the game again your your frog turns yellow for some reason and you start again except you've got all your weapons powered up from the start and that gives you access to a couple of new areas uh, a couple of little extra rooms and That's those cool. contain uh, the fifth weapon 
that um, that's like super duper powerful that you um, and then when you complete the complete it the next time rather than facing the last boss you go into like a boss rush mode which and I hate that kind of thing but I really enjoyed doing the boss rush and it probably only took me about four hours to go through the entire game twice to do all that but really enjoyed it I think the, the shooting feels really good the levels are you know nicely designed the enemies are really interesting it's in, always introducing new ones I mean there's you know dozens of types of enemies in it so um yeah I thought it was genuinely really lovely and I think the art style and the the uh, the music's really charming and the plot which you know makes no sense at all is is sort of great it's it doesn't get in the way um it just gives you a nice little fun thing to think about so yeah I thought it was uh, really excellent definitely worth I think it's $8 for the vanilla version or you can pay $10 and you get like the soundtrack as well I don't quite understand the appeal of soundtracks to really basically chip tune stuff. I think it works in the, the context of the game, but as a, I would not want to hear yeah, 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 screechy stuff uh, on its own. Does that your like. impression of chip tune? It wasn't the, I'll admit, I, here's, here's the problem. My voice box is not a SID chip, so it makes it tricky <laughs> for me to, to emulate the sound perfectly. You say that, right? But what I'm going to do very subtly is I'm actually going to overdub myself. <laughs> Um, so it sounds like I make a really perfect chip tune and then, and then you're going to come in and criticize my chip tune and the people listening are going to think, what's that criticizing that beautiful impersonation of a chip tune that Graham somehow did with his voice box? Obviously, I will cut this bit out. So that's, because otherwise I really, I've told you everything. I'm like, I'm like the bad guy in a James Bond film. Um, yeah, I probably won't do that. Um, so anyway, point being, uh, it's very good. Um, but it's kind of, I've, I've almost forgotten about it already. But then, you know, it's an $8 game. It's, you know, maybe it isn't supposed to live anymore. It's, it's you know, it's no cave story. That's the thing. He kind of, I, I bet he really kind of regrets that he didn't do Kiro Blaster first. Cause, cause. Well, no, cause he wouldn't have become famous from Kiro Blaster in his own, would he? I know, but it's like he hasn't, he hasn't produced anything that he can really make money from ever since. I know that, you know, there's obviously been various versions of cave story sold, but he kind of, I bet a lot of people didn't buy it because, you know, they already played the PC version for free. Thanks very much. Don't well, I got Cave Story in, like, the first ever Humble Bundle or something. Was that Cave Story Plus? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I've never... Well, I guess I have paid for it, but it wouldn't be a significant amount of money. Exactly. So I think I think the point, the, you know, he's kind of... His magnum opus, he, actually, he gave away for free. But that's not a bad thing because you get something else in return and his reward for that was, like, fame... Which you can then cash in on later on, well, which Kira yeah, Blaster is. Kind I, I, of. Do you think he said he didn't even want to be famous, didn't he? Well, yeah, I, don't, I think he was fairly sort of shy about, you know. Well, yeah, stuff. you don't because he kept his day job, didn't he? Yeah, and he didn't oh. even really want to make money from Cave Story, didn't they? Have to persuade him. Mm. Okay, well, maybe you know, maybe he's just he's in it for the right reasons then. Yeah. Not like money whores yeah, that yeah. Uh, I could mention. You know, just not pointing any. He just he pointed fingers. at Dave there. <laughs> Sure, I really should be because you have made far me. more money than him. So yeah, there we are. I've I've moved As the, the thing brand new Audi on the drive would suggest. Well, you, you assume it's still on the drive. This is Burnage. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 its wheels probably aren't still on the drive. <laughs> Got some nice new bricks. Um, yeah. God, I would not park a seventeen thousand pound car in Burnage. Just saying. And then advertise that fact on a podcast. Yeah, well, this is it. Remember that my PS4 went missing after I mentioned having a PS4 on the podcast. <laughs> Although, yeah, it was stolen. Um, right, anyway, blah, blah, blah. So that's good. Kira Blaster would recommend A++. Um, and uh, what else then? Has anyone else actually played anything? 
Uh, I played Sports Friend. Okay, now so that's with, the... with some of my friends. Believe it or not, I have some. That is just boastful. <laughs> uh, tell us all about Sports Friend, Dave. Well, Sports Friend was the um, the uh, like anthology of four local multiplayer games that was kickstarted several years ago. Now, wasn't it? Mm. It was quite some time ago. Um, Has it been that long? It's been a long time. Jeez. But it's uh, the four games are Barra Barry Ball. Yeah, I've been seeing that around for years and years and years. That. Yeah, I think most of the games have been around before they were even in the Kickstarter. Mm. And then there's Pole Rider, Hokra, and probably the most famous is Johan Sebastian Joust. So what was the Kickstarter for? I mean, if, if those games already sort of existed and were around? Uh, I think it was to, to polish them up and to actually get some money from them. I think mm. they, they were they was, uh, thought of as not commercial in their own sense right i mean especially johann sebastian joust yeah which if, is the most fun yeah if it was on its own though i don't think people yeah. would be uh really jumping on that bandwagon yeah but th- if you could buy something that was literally just a, like a little box that controlled all the move controllers like if you didn't need a pc as a home fun thing fucking hell that'd be amazing wouldn't it, it would yes yes um and it's it's come out on the I think at the moment it's only out on the PlayStation Three and PlayStation Four, and mm. um, but it is coming to PC and Mac I think soon. Um, and uh, we played all of them. Uh, I think Barry Barry Ball is like very much like Smash Brothers, mm. um, in that you have a ball and you have to get it over to your opponent's side off the level so nothing like smash brothers <laughs> i'm getting to that bit okay um so uh, you uh, knock it off and um you can also like jump off and recover the ball right um like you do in smash brothers except without the ball okay um and it i i think that that was one of the most popular ones with with uh, with my friends um, I'm surprised that that would be the most popular one, given that Joust is in there. Well, Joust was probably the most popular with my non-game friends, right? Which I think is understandable, as it's it's a very non-game game, isn't it? Mm. So, um, the Pole Rider is the the Bennett Foddy uh, game, Mister Quop. Yes, um, which is uh, you're a pole vaulter, right? Who has to pole vault to kick a ball. To your opponent's <laughs> side of the screen. That sounds mental. Have you it, not played it? No. It is really mental, and that's uh, that's two to four players, mm. which gets quite crazy. That's been it, like every single Game City event for the past like three years, hasn't it? Yeah. I think it was about four years ago that I did Game City. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's mental fun. Yeah. And uh, Hokra, um, which which was isn't that an ingredient? I don't know. It's a type of spice, like a brown spice. <laughs> but that that wasn't too popular with my friends. Oh dear. Uh, but it's uh, that's um, there's a ball and it's. When the two- Hokra, the the good guys in Stargate SG One. That was a Tokra, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, I, I knew I had that word in my head for some reason. <laughs> what are you doing, it? But yeah, there's a ball and you have to get it into uh, like end zones, right? And basically, you do that by picking it up, running with it. Mm. And you can be tackled, uh, which means you uh, your opponent gets the ball off you, and you can pass. Is it side on, top down? It's well, it's it's 
abstract graphic. Yeah, it's very abstract. It's you like could, you'd say it was top squares. down. There's no gravity or anything. Right. Yeah, you're just some squares. Sounds like speedball a bit. Kind kind of, except very very stripped down. So what did they use the money for then? Uh, probably joust. <laughs> Sake. And and joust if if people haven't played it before is Brilliant. you have you have the move controllers and you can move it at a relative speed to the speed the music going and mm. um, and the idea is to make your opponent's move controller move faster uh, and knocking them out of the game basically the idea is to push people around uh, yeah i mean we had, <laughs> my my cousin came with with their hundreds of kids Mm. The, the other day, and uh, to shut them up, or what I thought would shut them up, was to put. Oh my JS God! How stupid on. are you? And, and it it did literally just ch- turn into a brawl. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. They they, brawl. they were actually punching, kicking, and ripping each other's hair out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds brilliant. I, I That's actually, a quality. I actually review. thought we were going to end up at the hospital, but. Not how many controllers do you have then? Move controllers. Um, with the PlayStation Four one, it, you're only allowed four on at a time. That's a bit of shit. Yeah, the the PC version, I believe you're going to have more than that. I don't, I can't remember how many it said. Well, because when we played it in the pub, there were at least eight of us. And the PlayStation Three, I think, has more as well. Allows more. What? But there's an actual limitation on the PS4 where you can only have four Bluetooth devices attached at a time. Well, that seems really stupid. Yeah. Oh dear, that's not a good advert for the PS4. <laughs> um, for that one specific thing, though. Yeah, probably the most fun thing that's on there, nope, though. Nope. It's it's an actual limitation of the PS4. Yeah, but like nothing's going to really use that, well, is it? Except the most fun game. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Um, so, what would you give it out of 10? Uh, overall, yeah. about 9 out of 10. Because Kiro, I'm thinking 8. So, well <laughs> done. But, I mean, like, uh, Joust is definitely a 10 out of 10. Oh, it's so good. It's so much fun. It's a pity about the financial expense that's involved. I know you can get move controllers sometimes a bit cheaper. Uh, mine were, like, a couple of quid each. A couple of quid? Yeah. How come? I went into game and said, have you got any move controllers? And they went, sure. We've got hundreds of them. Have some. Really? Yeah. I didn't realise. I might get some myself, because that game is so good. Ooh. It's the only reason to own a move controller, though. Yeah, I know, but what a reason. It's so much fun. God, can you imagine? That'd be... That'd be oh, yeah, I'm going to get some. <laughs> if I can get them, you know, like cheap, like a fiver each. Yeah, yeah, easily. Yeah, I'd be surprised if it cost you more than a fiver for one. Wow. Because they were like 40 quid or whatever when they came out, weren't they? Yeah, but I don't I don't think... Because um, the uh, DualShock 4 mm. now acts as a move controller. I get, yeah, completely redundant, yeah. isn't it? So, well, that's a good point. Can they not make it so that it uses the dual shock instead? You can use the dual shock, but I... Didn't. And that can support more of them, I would have thought. No. Are they still Bluetooth? They, they use a different thing, yeah. don't they? Yeah. No. They're still Bluetooth. No. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want people knocking my 50 quid controllers around. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. And they don't have a wrist strap either. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point, actually. Good point, well made. <laughs> Um, oh, okay, cool. Um, any other reviews? Anyone else? Because, mm-hmm. oh, is it just me again? Well, we've no, just we've been playing oh. Broforce. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Did you enjoy that then? I watched you yeah. playing it. Seemed to enjoy it. Apart from the fact that you got stuck at one point because the game design yeah. was a bit iffy. And I'm pretty pants at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so considered 
uh, feedback on that. <laughs> just like, mindless carnage mm. and shouting movie quotes and stuff. It's fun. Yeah, that's pretty much all you need to say, really. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, everything's destructible. It's a game where you go. Oh, yeah, you should probably explain what the game is, I guess. Yeah, that might be an idea. You play as various action heroes from like the nineties, or is it eighties and nineties? Eighties and nineties, and uh, and two thousands as well, because Machete's in there now. That's true. Just action heroes, then I guess we could just say. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you get like power powers, not powers, weapons based on their characters and their shows, and loosely based on. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, some of them it's, it's with bang some on. kind of imagination applied to it to make them more interesting. Like machete would be pretty shit if it was just a knife, but you throw con- a stream of knives continuously. I don't know where he's pulling them from, but yeah. Whereas like that Conan or Bronan, yeah, because uh, the names are all bro something. But um, he just had a sword and it was shit. Yeah, but his special attack was really was good. shit as well because every time I use it, you just. What? No, I think this, the, this is you yeah. being a bit shit, isn't it, really? No, because on that boss fight, I couldn't get on top of that helicopter to hit it with the thing. Because you just go through it and go to the floor. So your special move didn't do anything. Well, that's it's a good thing you were playing in two-player then, wasn't it? Well, not when Dave was dead. Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah, Dave usually is dead. There are... I spent most of the time dead, that, <laughs> to be fair. That kind of randomised... Yeah, nature of it is problematic, I suppose. That's the same especially especially when you destroyed the entire level and were unable to progress because you could not climb up it. There's yeah. got to be some solution to that. If there was a yeah, restart yeah, well, button, it would be fine. That's what it is, yeah. We couldn't even kill ourselves, though. That was it, you had to restart the entire game. That yeah. is like a... I mean, I suppose it's in alpha at the moment, isn't it? It's it's in uh, Steam Early Access. Yeah. So these things can be uh, resolved, but... Yeah, that was a bit shit, really. But uh, but the actually you know it's good blasty fun and uh, it seemed to cope it seemed to frame the two players pretty well on screen. Sometimes that's you know an issue. Like for yeah, instance, it's when pretty you difficult your... to solve that though, isn't it? Like yeah yeah yeah. Unless you go split screen and even then you won't be able to see far enough into the the distance without getting shot. I think well I think what they've done is probably the optimal way to yeah, do it. Yeah. It's just like the average point between two players, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I think they preferred some zoom out. But it could, yeah, yeah I think guess. it could do that because it is obviously sort of a float. The, the, the actual... Well, it's clearly rendered at a higher resolution than the actual pixel art is, so you yeah. could do that, but it might not look that great. I don't know. Well, maybe a little bit, as yeah. it wouldn't hurt, but I don't know. Whatever. Mm. Uh, I'm interested to see the deathmatch, though. Uh, yeah, we'll give that a try afterwards. Um, <laughs> I imagine it's ridiculous. I imagine it. I mean, if you if you think about the, the most over the top level on Spelunky, I imagine it's as. It's as chaotic as that, given the sort of the power of a lot of the weapons, and it'll be full of mines and stuff like that exploding. I'm sure. So that yeah, that might be fun. But you know, complete. I I don't think whenever I win Splunky Deathmatch that it's a result of my skill particularly. It's a bit like, yeah, a bit like um, what was that shitty well, Nidhogg? You don't win, Nidhogg. We should mention how crap Nidhogg is again. This <laughs> and, and Mercenary Kings. They're both bad games. Um, make that a tradition. <laughs> Like like with the Mark Cabo podcast where they say hello to Jason Isaacs. Isaac, what's that? Jason Isaacs? Isaacs. Isaacs, yeah, there we are. That's yes. how you pronounce it. We should just mention how shit Nidhogg and Mercenary Kings is every month. You're so angry about paying 12 quid for Nidhogg, aren't you? And Mercenary Kings. That's I'm, pretty, not, I'm basically I'm 20 nicker out there on that. Well, I got it free. Well, whoop de fucking do Why did you get it free? PlayStation Plus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got it on that as well, I suppose. I don't know if actually I bothered buying it, you know, buying it, I should say, um, on that, because I'd got early access. Oh, it's so bad. 
Um, anything, <laughs> anything else to say about Broforce? No, I think we're done there, yeah. Okay. So is it just Wolfenstein left? Yeah, I believe what? so, yes. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've got whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, so, whoa. Hey. You want to finish with Android? Oh, no, sorry. If you want to finish with Wolfenstein, I've got a few Android games I've been playing. Oh, uh, okie dokie. Like uh, threes. Yeah, finger oh, on the pulse yes. there. That's a brand new game. I don't know how many months <laughs> that's been out for, it's but yeah. It's been out for years. It hasn't been out for years. But it's been out long enough that it's been this whole sort of 2048 controversy and blah de blah Yeah, there's a little, yeah, there's a little shit, but I am behind the times when it comes to it, so. Okay. But it, it's really good. Threes is really good. It's very good. Yeah? I give it three out of three. Oh, <laughs> nice. But, um... I don't really know how to explain it. You've probably, if you're listening, you've probably played. That's it. Or you played twenty forty eight. That's but the problem. They are different games, uh, but threes is really cute and like all the little voices, the little the little three characters have. Um, not that there are three characters. I mean the characters that are threes and stuff. Never mind. But they have little unique voices that. Did you say they were made from? Other I, developers, I believe so. I believe are oh, his friends and developers. I yeah. I have played the game. You're doing such a bad job of describing it. Even well, you, I don't know what it is. Go now. for it. Go for it. You swipe in numbers about, and you have to match um, two of the same numbers together, or a two and a one to make a three. <laughs> that, that accurately depicts sort of ish what it is. I don't know. Okay, you have a four by four grid, right? In- Five. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure it's five by five? Are you positive it's five by five? Yes. Yeah. Are you absolutely sure and positive it's five by five? Yes. Okay. So you have a five by five grid. <laughs> onto which are introduced. No, it's four by four. It's four by yeah, four. Yeah, you fucking. <laughs> you fucking asshole! I knew it. I bloody knew. I played it less than you, pair of shits. Oh, I said it on. I know, but you were like five. Oh, no, it's five by five. Tate. I have a special. What, like your version's going to be different? Is that what you're looking at? I have a special version that's five by five. Come on, open open it up, Dave. Open it up. See? What what is it? Oh, that looks four by four to me, Dave. That looks four by fucking four. (laughs) So. Oh, yeah, well, turn the music. Okay, well. Well, well, You might have just heard a bit of music from it. (sighs) Anyway, so the point is. The point is, it's really good. So it's four by four. Yeah. It's a four by four grid onto which are introduced uh, numbers, and you, when you swipe the grid, all the numbers on the grid move until they get to the edge and they stop moving. Yeah. And in order to effectively turn, it isn't. You can't describe this game very well. Can in, in order to, you, you were taking a piss out of me, but you're not doing any. Oh better. fuck it! Just play the game. Play it's the game, it's yeah. only one pound fifty. Yeah, it's really good. Every time I play it, I keep thinking, "Oh, this is a cool design thing that I've didn't notice before," and it's it's cool how it builds on that every single time you play, and you get better and better at it. It's good. Okay. And also, uh, another Android game we've been playing. Well, I played uh, yep. Monument Valley. Have you guys touched that? Uh, is that the the point and click that isn't really a point and click? Oh no, no, this is the one that's like a, it's like echochrome sort of isometric, really beautiful artwork. But I don't know what the yeah. gameplay is. It's non non Euclidean space. How you see it? Euclidean. U- non Euclidean space. Yeah, Euclidean. What that want to do? Yeah, it's it like an be, Escher It wouldn't be an painting. episode of the podcast without you really badly pronouncing something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Non-Euclidean space. Yep. And it's brilliant. It's a. Can yeah, you point out like what non-Euclidean space basically means that things that appear 
uh, you know, like you know that um, the famous Escher drawing of the staircase. Yeah, yeah. Actually, if you, it, it would actually work in this game, wouldn't it? Yeah, it, and they have that kind of thing in the yeah. game. If it looks it gets... like something is connected, even if you know from physical properties that they aren't connected, if they are from that perspective corrected, yeah. that connected, then it actually works. Yeah, and it's really yeah, it's really clever, and the way it's all structured is is insane. Like there's one level that's just like a little music box. Mm. And you keep doing things, and it it opens up and and changes shape and stuff. And I was just playing it, thinking, I have no idea how they made this work. It's amazing. And every single scene in it, you could take a picture of it and hang it on your wall because everything just looks beautiful. Yeah. And it, and the puzzles in it are actually sometimes they get a little bit uh, mind bending, and they're pretty cool. And you end up walking on walls and all this kind of stuff, and it's so it's very Escher. Like. Yeah, definitely, very much so. Uh, but it is brilliant and definitely worth playing. Yeah. How so much is it? Two pound fifty on Android. Okay, I might get that because I—I mean, I assume it's on normal phones as well, iPhones and. Yeah, yeah, it's on iOS and Androids. Yeah, I mean, don't you don't need. I mean, is the control is is the finicky of the control less you, that you could you, you could play it on an iPhone screen? Could you? You could. Could I don't know if I'd want to. It's probably better on a tablet. Right. It'll definitely be better on a tablet because you do have to like tap where you want to go and stuff. So it might get a little bit fiddly if it's smaller. I played on a Nexus 7, that was fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, definitely recommend it to everyone to play. Mm. Everyone? Uh, what are you going to give it out of 10? Uh, is it 10? I can't just honey it's, it out like fucking candy. It's a brilliant, it's just, it's perfect for what it is. Okay. So, yeah. Fair enough. You know, there are other numbers, you know, just point that Well, out. I gave threes a three, but that was just happened to be out. Of yeah, three. but again, effectively, you gave it a perfect 10. Well, no, threes, I'd probably give it um, an 8 out of 10 then. I'd, I'd give threes a, a 20, 48 out of 10. <sighs> it's high praise. <laughs> it's, yeah, oh, I, I'm not going to bother. <laughs> um, uh, anything else? Um, I have been playing, like, for some reason, just this little game on Android it's some, is at the top of the uh, free charts. And it's got loads of clones of it as well, like... Um, threes and stuff like that. Like anything Anything that gets to the top of the list will get cloned. Yeah. That isn't content fuck. driven, it yeah. will be cloned. But it's just, it looks like a jam game type thing with broken English and stuff in it. Mm. Uh, it's called Don't Tap the White Tile. And it's just like piano notes come down and you just tap them, like Guitar Hero style. And it's got a few different game modes and stuff, but it's really addictive. Uh, and that's pretty cool. But that's all I can really say about that. Like, Yeah, I mean, it, it, it did seem like quite fun. I think it has, it's, it's an action game on on you know an ipad or, or a tablet but it actually it it actually works because the interaction actually feels good just tapping those things yeah it, it reminds me a bit of like super hexagon except uh, like r- like a raw version of it that isn't being polished hasn't been polished down yeah that kind of thing yeah you know, i don't know what you do i mean anything you did to polish that would almost detract from it i think well, having a bit of you know pulsy yeah, colors well, about it making the game modes like nicer and you uh, there's definitely loads you could do to make it more interesting I can't, I can't like, like these super simple games that you feel anybody could make. Mm. Yeah. I, I kind of like it That's when they exactly do really well. Like, yeah, especially because it infuriates so many developers as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they slay. I've been doing this for twenty years. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Anything else? I think that's. Yay, then Wolfenstein time. Because I, I got uh, Wolfenstein because um, I found one of those cheap. God bless those uh, dodgy key reselling websites. Right, I don't want to pay £35 for my Wolfenstein. I want to pay £22 for my Wolfenstein when it comes out. And so via the good people at cdkeys.com, we 
you, I, CD keys. CD keys.com. Keys that are CD. Yes. Um, it just seems like, you know, I, I assume they're all Russian copies or something like that. Because uh, the thing is, when you actually get your key arrived through them, they've obviously just cut it off the, you know, the instruction manual and scanned it in. It's literally just like a little photo of the key. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it works. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's the new Wolfenstein, which they, they, they're saying is, is a first person adventure rather than a first person shooter. And I think I would agree with that. In, there's lots of bits which are about stealth or, or storage or wandering around the sort of, uh, safe house that you, you keep on coming back to throughout the game. But I've been really enjoying it. I think it's got, I found the, the story interesting. I quite like the characters. The voice acting is excellent. The, the facial motion capture and the actual, uh, the, the face models are, some of the best real-time stuff I've ever seen. I, mean, they've, I think they've really sort of cracked the Uncanny Valley problem. Um, there's something called Rock, Paper, Shotgun where he mentions about the eyes of the main character, about, you know, having, like, sort of depth and soul to them. And it's genuinely true. They've done a, a stunning job on that. Um, the gunplay feels really, really fantastic. The guns are really, really punchy. Like, there's, there's this uh, automatic shotgun you get, which has, like, a 20-round thing, and you can just hold down the trigger and you can dual wield them and it just feels utterly badass it's just really really cool the 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 stealth pistol is massively overpowered which is how it should be like in the original halo you know one shot and then that's it they're done or like if they've got a helmet on double tap dead um you got um the i mean all this sort of the action stuff is really, really good and also what's nice is it's weird there was a bit where i jumped and i had to jump from this this place to this other place and it was in sort of, uh, I was going from this helicopter to this bridge. Now, in any other modern game, what would happen there is you'd press jump and like a, a pre sort of canned animation would take over and it would make sure that you landed. I didn't, spanned straight into the water and died. And it was suddenly <laughs> like, oh, fucking hell, this game isn't holding my hands. Another thing is like, you know how in modern games, everything that you can pick up is always glowing. Glow, glow, glow. Now it can do that, but by default, that's off. The weird thing is, I actually had to turn it on because there's so much bloody stuff you can pick up. It's really easy to miss it. If well, you don't know someone what it was saying, like. I think it might be Tommy Reffin. This was saying that um, it was annoying that to pick stuff up, you had to press a button to do it. So he's yeah. walking around just spamming a button. Yeah, so that sounds uh, a bit. Stupid. Well, I don't mind that. I mean, you know, because Bioshock's identical. No one complained about it in Bioshock. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's good though. I don't know. I I don't have a problem with it at all. I think, yeah, in because in sometimes it is like, find this thing. Now, if it was automatic, you might not even be looking at this thing and you'd pick it up and be like, well, I've somehow magically found this thing without realising it. So, and well, I, I think it would be even yeah. weirder if you had sort of sort of. Does two... it not apply to stuff like ammo as well? Though? Yeah, yeah, it applies, to, it applies to everything. Right. But I, I didn't really have a problem with it. Um, I, 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 yeah. I can see how it might annoy people, but for me it wasn't an issue at all. Um, the stealth's terrible um, at the start. I mean, once you've got the pistol silence pistol uh and uh and, and you're able to use that then that's quite fun but when you're trying to do it with knives and stuff like that it's a bit shit to be honest um because the, the, the ai is dumb as fuck they seem to put them on deliberately on patrol routes whereby so if you kill anyone it's incredibly rare that their body will be discovered uh, and even if the body is there i've had it where i've killed someone and their body's crumpled in the middle of this corridor and this soldier just eh, whatever just keeps walking past doesn't give a shit it's, I mean, it is genuinely terrible. But I would prefer things to be dumb, forgivably dumb, than than to be, you know, really difficult, frankly. So so I, I don't have an issue with that at all. Um, and it's got a few little weird quirks, like sometimes the auto... It, has, it doesn't say it's got auto-aim, but I had a bit where I was aiming at someone's head and it sort of jogs my aim to the left. It was like, why well, I didn't do that. Why have you... I was going to shoot him. So that's that's a little bit annoying. But, but overall, I've been really, really enjoying it. I'm enjoying the story. It's It's... It's wacky in the same way that all Wolfenstones are, where they start out with Nazi soldiers and then eventually it's just 
all kinds of crazy shit hitting the fan. I mean, I've just I'm, the level I'm on at the moment is on the moon. It's not a spoiler to say it because they've been saying it in all the bloody launch trailers, um, and uh, and it's you know it's it's turned into Moonraker practically. It's it's you know been it's been really really good fun, and it's a good meaty sized thing. And and what's nice is that near the start, this is you get to you choose um, two different timelines. I won't say it's because it's a little bit of a spoiler as to what exactly you're choosing at the time, and the game sort of um, plays differently. Um, uh, apparently the sort of the atmosphere and and i've really felt my choice I, i'm really interested to see how the other way plays out because it basically effectively it changes one of the characters in the game who's uh, who's in there and he's he's like an integral part all the way through and i'd really like to see how the other person would cope with the same situation um so yeah really uh genuinely great some really memorable bad guy characters there's this nazi woman who uh, uh, meets a very grisly fate. I don't know if she's dead yet. It might not actually be dead. Um, but who is like just a memorably evil shit. Um, I mean, it's weird. It's being made, it's made by Machine Head Games. They're all spin-off from Starbreeze. And I used to find with Starbreeze's games, like um, uh, The Darkness and uh, the Riddick games, that there was something sort of morally bankrupt and horrible about them that I found quite distasteful. Like you as a player character will be doing horrible things to perfectly innocent people in it. And I found that quite... And it always used to sit weirdly with me because they were so graphically grotesque. And this game is graphically grotesque as well. But because the bad guys are so irredeemably bad, I mean, proper, just, you know, kicking babies off bridges, bad. Um, it's, I don't have that problem with it at all. Um, and yeah, it's just, I've really enjoyed it. It's been getting some, some bad reviews as well as good reviews. Some people have really, really gone for it. So it's obviously a bit divisive. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's fantastic. I think it's um it's I think my favourite first person uh, shooter of the year. It's uh, it's been really really great and really polished as well. The engine obviously has because it's the ID Tech Five it has that weird sort of texture caching issue where if you turn fast, suddenly it's like shit textures. Uh, well that's blue, that's green. Ugh. Where it suddenly draws them in, uh, like Halo Two did on the Xbox as well. Had really bad texture bob. But it, you know, it runs really, really smoothly my PC, and it, I think it's the only thing that runs at 1080p 60 on the next-gen consoles that isn't. I don't think even the new COD ran at uh, 1080p 60. I think it was like you know 900p 60 or something like that. It's you know, it's this is a really capable engine, and it just seems it seems a pity that everyone else has you know just gone with the Unreal Engine and settled for 1080p 30, or or less than that. Um, so yeah, no, I think it's I think it's a great game. I, th- I think yeah, it's quite dumb. Um, in a, in an enjoyable way, but um, I wouldn't want to pay thirty five for it. I think it is. It's I, ju- I just I just have a problem with playing that sort of amount for a game that isn't Dark Souls. I think is the issue. And even then, Dark Souls that I've got on PC, um, I got that for about twenty odd quid because I got it from CD Keys as well. Um, but yeah, excellent. I think you know, real sort of. I think I think it's a you know, it's a nine out of ten shooter because it's you know, it's got great gunplay and and an interesting story that I'm really enjoying, and I can't wait to see the end of it. Um, but when I go upstairs, I will be actually playing Dark Souls 2 because the servers were down this morning for four hours, so I wasn't able to play then. So I need to get my fix because I've been loving Dark Souls 2 again. Playing it through on PC, um, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, so Wolfenstein, dead good. Yeah, that's my review. And I didn't just say really, really good all the time. Practically did, but slightly different to that. Uh, should we do shit starter? Should we start with Kickstarter first and then do the shit stuff? Uh, right, okay. So we're starting off with the, the good things on Kickstarter rather than the shit things, um, which we'll get onto. Uh, um, so that's one, debatable. 
Well, this, I think this looks all right. Yeah, this okay, cool. The first I guess thing, I'm on my own then. Yeah. The first thing is uh, Tomb of Tyrants, uh, which is done by a man called Jake Hoofman, I'm going to say. Jake the Human. <laughs> it looks like human, but with an H in there. Like he's just. Isn't with... Jake a dog? What? And Finn's the yeah, human. Yeah, Finn's the human. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so the point is, this game called Tomb of Tyrants, which has got 13 days to go, and it's got $80 of $6,000. So that ain't making so, it. Yeah. Um, it's got six backers. Um, and it's a, well, it says it's a mixture of tower defense and uh, a match three sort of type game, except it's not worth match, you know, 12 or whatever. Um, but, um, yeah, it's kind of like, um, what was that game called that did this again? It was, it was literally a match three with RPG elements on top. Oh, uh, is it the iOS one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that called? I know you mean it. Is it like one million? Puzzle Quest. Oh, yeah. Well, there's one million, but before then, Puzzle Quest. That was it. That was the first one that did it. Oh, yeah, yeah. In that it's merged, you know, um, and also like um, Henry Hatsworth and the Puzzling Adventure, which is the same thing where it had like a a little puzzle game on the bottom where you'd do a match three and that would influence the platformer that you were playing on the top. Do you ever see that on 3DS? Or I DS, remember Henry actually. Hatsworth, but I don't remember that. Yeah, it had a match three on the bottom screen, and you'd did ha- it, and really? it would make bonuses and stuff like that. I think I totally missed that. Okay. Well, this is a tower defense game, which has also got a match three on the bottom. But what seems quite nice is that the, effectively the match three is in the same physical space as this sort of tower defense. So if you need more room to build stuff in the tower defense part of it, you actually have to clear stuff off the match three board. And that actually uh, frees up space for you to build like another level. But it has kind of, uh, it looks like um, those games on the iOS, the pixel ones, where, you know, the, the Star Wars themed one, it was like a pixel hotel where it's like different floors of a building. That's the kind of look of it. Um, yeah. But uh, it, it seems sort of like Dungeon Keeper writ small, I suppose, or Holy Invasion of Privacy Bad Man, that game on the PSP, which is a great title. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, it looks, I think it looks sort of genuinely interesting, sort of mix of two genres, but. Apparently, the good people of Kickstarter don't agree. <laughs> well, it's probably, it looks like something that's probably not been publicised very well. Yeah, like he, it, it, it looks like he's definitely promising. I mean, it. I mean, the graphics are quite nice. You it, know, it's it's a mix of tower defence and match three. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Those it's... those genres aren't no. terrible. Like, I I think I I've got a really good idea for a tower defence game that I think is good. So I I disagree with you. I think I think the problem is with the, it's lazy tower defense. Then you games. are wrong. No, I think the problem is lazy tower defense games where they're all the same. Where effectively you just you crowd and crowd and crowd the screen, and then eventually you die, and that's it. Yeah. And you know, rather than something where you know each let you have new levels that introduce something new or something that actually that mixes things up, because they all seem to be very much much of a muchness. So I think because I mean, if you think about it, you know, games like Kagero or the Deception series are kind of tower defense in a way. In but except you know, in that case, you're setting up traps and and setting them off. Um, so I, I think I think it's a genre that actually has got, a, a, you know, there's a lot to expand. I don't think it all has to be you know, jam two genres together to make it. Well, this looks like it has a lot of interesting ideas from from jamming it together. Like, yeah, exactly. The it looks like. If you match the right colours together and stuff, it gives you specific materials based on the tiles you take, and those materials are used to actually build the tower defence elements. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, no, yeah, I think, I think this looks, looks actually interesting. It's a pity it's not gonna make it. I assume it's, it looks pretty, you know, finished, um, in some ways. I, I assume it's still gonna come out. It looks like it needs a lot it. of polishing work and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it says, why is Kickstarter, let's see, um, the crowd, large investment of my own money, but now, um, oh, basically, he needs to get a job, um, is the issue, it seems. Um, but he thought he'd try Kickstarter instead. I can't. He's, I can't imagine that he's going to delete everything. Um, yeah, no, I imagine that game will probably still come out after it's done. It'll just take longer. Yeah, 
that kind of thing, or or be less polished or something. Yeah, but I th- I think it looks you know like a genuinely sort of promising little game. So, but dis- despite what Poo Poo Dave says, <laughs> you tried filleting my Totoro, so <laughs> I'd rather get my, my no, Totoro no, 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 to fillet no. you. He tried to get the Totoro to fillet him. Yeah, <laughs> but I bought a lovely Totoro stuffed toy, and Dave had it noshing on his cock. <laughs> I deny everything. Yeah, the next one is called Witch Marsh, which looks beautiful, and I have no idea what it is. Um, but basically, it's got really attractive 2D pixel art and it and some sort of platforming and hitting things. And uh, a lot more shootery than than hittery. Well, yeah, but there seems to be some melee in there as well. Um, and but uh, I've no idea. I mean, I assume it's going to be sort of a, a action RPG of some kind. But it has beautiful, like chunky pixel art, but sort of really sort of skinny sort of pixel art. I don't know. It, it just looks lovely. Ch- chunky but, and skinny. Chunky and skinny. Yeah, like big pixels, but quite, you know, no one's legs are thicker than one pixel thick. Yeah. Um, like source and, sword and sorcery style yeah, super animations. Yeah. yeah. It looks a bit like Krull's, um pixel art style as well, actually, I think. If you remember that. The one where the enemy, your your friends play against you. They sort of control the monsters in the uh, the dungeon. You see about that recently? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's really What's nice cruel. It's called Krull. No. It's, it's, it's like a... Um, I suppose... Oh, no, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. The animation looked super nice. Yeah, That yeah, was yeah. the Very best trailer smooth. I've ever seen. Yeah. Really good yeah. voiceover and yeah. everything. All the glitchy stuff looked That's beautiful. brilliant, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Witchmarsh. But you, you don't like... The, you said the font reminds you... It's Bioshock and stuff like that. And Well, no, that font is Sonic and Knuckles. Okay, I'm going to check that. It, right, fucking Google it right now. I'm not, okay. having, I'm not having this disbelief. I'm putting the other mic. There'll be strange noises. It's it's very it's very great Gatsby, isn't it? Sonic and Knuckles. Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, the, it, like the font on them um, w- when you enter a level and stuff. All right, let's. This is screenshots. I assume we just want images. It's coming, yeah, it's just when you right. enter a level. Uh, okay, so what? Like, where it's going like Green Hill Zone, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okie dokie. Uh, very professional bit of the podcast here. Oh, am I, am, am I going to have to go to YouTube? If you go to Good lord, look at that cosplay on the right there. What? It's a Sonic with massive breasts. <laughs> that is disturbing. That guy's a pervert next to her. Uh, <laughs> well, this went off. What about Knuckles with the giant ring? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, here we go. Okay. Uh, right, Sonic... If you look at any... Um, okay. Not the 3D. Sonic and Knuckles 3D. Sonic and Knuckles Part 1. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm muting it. So... If you look for any music from Sonic and Knuckles, it'll do... All right, right. So if you go back... No, that's the... Yeah. Right, so you're saying we're going to see this font in a second. Yeah. This is this is a really bizarre... This is a high-quality font. There you go, bang, that's it. That is the font. That's a very similar font. It's okay. th- that is the font. Okay. It's not similar, it's the exact okay, same right. thing. Well, yeah. M, the, yeah. The M's... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, the M doesn't come all the way down to the floor. See? Does it do that? Yeah. That one comes all the way down. You're full of shit, No, that's just because that's a capital. You're full of shit, <laughs> No, it's the exact same font, fuck you. It's just a classic Art Deco It's just font. a tall, thin, skinny font. They originated in Sonic it's and Knuckles. It's a classic Art Deco. Okay, well, look at the S. So the S has got a flat top and a diagonal. What has this one got? That's a... Oh, yeah. that's very similar, actually. Yeah. Okay, and it's got the bit... Okay, I'm allowing it. Yeah. And it's got the H, it's got the bit coming out to the left. Okay. I'm going to say that that is similar enough to be considered the same font. It's good job we're hitting the hard issues in this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we need to bulk it out. Um, so, <laughs> we don't, it's over a fucking hour already. So, so Witchmarsh, we have no idea what it's about, but it looks very pretty, so go and have a look at the Kickstarter. But it's going to make its money because it's asking for 50 grand. Oh, it's English. 
It's in uh, from Leeds, so they're local. Not too far away. Asking for fifty grand, and they got forty-seven basically with twenty days to go. So I don't know if I've backed that or not. I should have to check. Um, right now, the next game is actually looks terrible, but the idea I think is really nice. Um, and basically, this guy it's called Animal Album, and this guy was kind of uh, pissed off about the idea that kids know more about Pokemon than they know about real animals. And so he, he thought it'd be nice to make something that was like Pokemon, where you collect animals, but there'll be real animals, and rather than fighting them together, um, you actually sort of you it sort of quizzes you, so you you have to identify them, and that seems to me to be like a really nice idea, a nice way of turning sort of something education into game. But they seem to have approached it in a really dreadfully earnest manner, and and utterly humorless, and as a result, well, five hundred thirty nine euros of. Uh, 18,000 euros with nine days to go it ain't happening but that seems it's kind of a pity because it seems like a, it's a really nice idea because yeah, I, 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 I agree the idea that kids know more about pokemon than they know about actual I, animals i, I kind of like educating people by stealth in games yeah but um it just seems a bit too overtly we want to educate you yes yeah yeah absolutely Which instantly turns kids off yeah, I, I agree. I think it is it is far too sort of earnest, and it is yeah, it very much wears its heart on, on its sleeve. It may as well be called Tree Huggies Quest, <laughs> frankly. Um, but I, I I I really like the idea. It'd have had better luck if the animals did actually fight each other. I think so. Yeah, if you had like animals that were natural enemies, if it, something if you had because you know what animals can beat what other animals, and therefore you know kids would learn that you know mongoose yeah, but there, can beat there snakes. Yeah, there are certain animals that would be quite overpowered. Yeah. yeah, well, exactly. Honey yeah, yeah, that's it. If you want to take, if you want to take, a, I was thinking a, like a bear or a, yeah, no, a honey badger, a, a bear into a mouse fight. You could take a, a thousand mice. That'd be quite <laughs> good. You could say, how many mice do you think you need to beat this bear? But to be fair, in uh, Pokemon, well, like some, some of the some of the Pokemon are overpowered to others. So, so well, there you go. Just like yeah, it, like in real, life. you just have to build yourself up to a bear. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, bears like imagine that you taking care of them is probably you know you can't squeeze them into those little pokeballs. So easily, <laughs> a mouse they fit into those perfectly. <laughs> but the the point is, I think there's I think there's room for something that is like an educational version of Pokemon that talks about real animals. But I I don't think this is it. But I think it raises an interesting idea. Um, but it's just a pity that it's uh, you know the the worst version of that game it could have been. Um, and the last last thing that looks quite good, which uh, isn't going to make its money unfortunately by the look of it, because it's only got thirty two thousand no thirty one thousand of. 90,000 with nine days to go which was um adventures of pip which is this platform where you start out as a pixel and then you get a gradually more sort of complicated um as you sort of power up um and i'm sure i've seen this having press on various websites i'm sure it was on kotaku and things like that but uh, i'm surprised it hasn't got the traction because it, it you know it looks like a fun platformer with li- really lovely pixel art there, uh, there was an RPG that did something not so long ago, wasn't there? Something yes. similar. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Which, yeah, yeah. It started off like low and res and it got that was higher. The, was that Evolution in Lundare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, eventually went all 3D in that. Although that looked much less joyous in terms of gameplay. That looked like a you know a crappy RPG. Yeah. I think wandering around towns is there's nothing more. Oh, I've got to talk to everyone to find out which fucking person needs I need to talk to in order to continue the quest. And there's nothing more disheartening than walking into an rpg town and seeing dozens of people it's like ah oh, shit and there isn't an exclamation mark above any of them got to talk <laughs> to all these that is i just find that utterly soul destroying and i know some people love that oh i'd love to hear about your pigeon collection or whatever 
um me I, you know like you know they'll have they'll have like oh my wife went missing and stuff like that no there isn't a quest attached to this they're just going to bore the fucking ass off you oh it just annoys me that kind of just if they've got nothing to say you shouldn't be able to interact with them i think unless they have something interesting to say but they they never do it's just london the rpg none of them want to talk to you fuck off <laughs> don't go south of the river you can't yeah i'd, I'd, I'd like that um yeah so but yeah the adventure of pip looks like a nice platformer but uh, unfortunately it's not going to make it it's not going to make its money uh so tough tits uh yeah so that means we get on to the joyous section that is shit starter that's a lot of tabs there there's a lot of tabs because there's a lot of utterly misguided fucking idiots in the world this is what we filtered down from the larger collection. <laughs> yeah, this is well. the filter. Do you remember Misguided? This first one's made it somehow. This was that's ninety nine dollars oh, right, and ninety five. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> how bad is your eyesight? How is nine? Well, did you think it made ninety nine thousand dollars, or did you think they'd only asked for ninety five dollars? <laughs> so they've asked for ninety five thousand dollars for this most the most generic looking. I assume it's a platform shooter, but you can't tell because all they've done is they've drawn some really bad artwork. Um, it's like my first cartoon of a person holding a gun. What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. What have you done? Have you spilt something? No, I'm trying to grab these without having to break my spine. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, these Maltesers. That might make a big fucking noise on the podcast. Could you not? It's not <laughs> going to take us long to do the rest of this. Carry on. Carry on. Crunch it. Just, just do it. That was very quiet. Okay. Anyway, so this game's <laughs> <laughs> zombie bites. Um, is it looks terrible. Basically, it looks like it's going to be some horrible generic. Um, and it's also got social media shit in there as well, or something, hasn't it? It's this weird thing, play it forwards. They mention the idea that you drop objects in your game for other people, which was an interesting aspect of Dark Souls, but in this, I suspect not. But it just looks like the most crappy, crappy art style, crappy, non-existent gameplay, shitty game that doesn't need to exist, and these guys need to stop. Uh, um, so that looks bad. Uh, anyone else care to comment on it? Uh, is he the man that couldn't say console? Yes, he is the man that could say console, and I will dig that clip out and paste it in <laughs> now. Miles realises his game consoles and accessories are able to fight the zombified games. Game councils, game councils, councils, councils. So you get to enjoy a man not being able to... It, I mean, let's be honest, it's no... What is console wars? <laughs> From last week. What's so special about console wars? So it's not as good as that. Um, but uh, it is very odd. Yeah. Uh, right. So uh, next one is uh, Chrono Rider, which Dave thinks looks actually all right. I, I said interesting. Oh, did you? Oh, okay, right. So this is a game about a time-travelling Captain Corgi. About which you, here's the thing: Corgis they don't get enough airplay. I think Corgis is a very over. Okay, the Queen owns them. Um, uh, my aunt Marion uh, owns them, but um, other than that, I don't think you see enough of Corgis because they're a great dog. I like Corgis. They're like a fat sausage dog, basically, um, but they also look a bit like a fox. So the Corgi as a species, great. This game looks fucking awful. It appears it's a hybrid um, uh, of a top-down sort of RPG, ugh, 
and a platformer. And it looks like every single level has been coded individually, like he started from scratch every yeah, time. Yeah, the, the gameplay on each level looks totally different. Yeah. Which some might say, ooh, variety, but I say shitty-looking MMF title. Um, it does look like Multimedia Fusion or the Game Studio, doesn't it? But you, you think it's RPG Maker, don't you? Yeah, I think it is. It I looks, don't know why, it just it has that feel. It, but it just has really terrible artwork. Um, and it just looks bonkers Inconsistent artwork as well. Yes, absolutely. Like the logo, the, like the title logo. He's obviously, he's called in a favour from a friend who can actually draw a corgi. <laughs> um, someone who perhaps owns a corgi. Um, because they've done a decent job of it. Or Whereas, a Wacom tablet. Yeah, uh, I've got one of those. I never use it. Um, but the, yeah, the everything else, it looks like a Spectrum game. Looking at that shot, there's like about five colours in it. It's terrible. Um, so that looks, yeah, I don't know. It, it looks like they've put an, a massive amount of effort into making something shit, um, basically. And that's that's kind I of I think sad. it will be the new cave story. Um, okay. <laughs> Dave taking... I mean, do you want to put money on that? Or... <laughs> no. There we go. That's right. Look, it's not coming to Ouya. You don't get it. PS4. But I know. This, <laughs> this is it. Everyone does this this day. Oh, it's, it's, it? it's done in Game Maker, though. Is it? Yeah. Well, oh, it has say that. Xbox One there as well. Oh, yeah. right. Fair enough. So, He's just saying random stuff. Well, that's it. Everyone does that these days where they, they say, oh, uh, with this stretch goal, we'll bring it to this. Oh, will you? I think I think the platform holders might have something to say about yeah. that. <laughs> I don't think they want shitty Corgi's dog ass adventures on your their bloody platform. So that looks shit. Now, Street Heroes, <laughs> a Facebook beat-em-up. And it looks as good as a Facebook beat-em-up. It looks fucking awful. Um, um, uh, but it's it's like um like a Streets of Rage type thing, except with monochrome characters, and the and and it's in Facebook, so you can buy new accessories for them and uh, new hats and stuff like that. But but the weird thing is, we were watching the video, and suddenly Mark realised that he knew the people who were making it. Sort I don't of. know them. I'd met them once before. Well, yeah, we, when were, we were all hammered. We were all pissed out of our skulls at Kyoto Lounge. Um, one time uh, before it shut down. down. Yeah. Yeah, shit, that's sad, really. Mm. Um, although they didn't do good, good beer or anything like that, so maybe... Also, I kept on using the women's toilets and not realising it. <laughs> yeah. They did doubles whiskey for the price of singles. Did they? Yeah. Okay, well, there's that. I don't like whiskey. Did they do vodka doubles in the same way? I don't know. Okay, if they had, I will change my stance. I got it. very drunk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, well, so we were all pissed, but apparently the people who are running this, um, who are who front this really quite cringeworthy video um, and who Dave doesn't like because one of them keeps his hands in his pockets all the time. Um, <laughs> what more reason do you need to not Yeah, like absolutely. Um, anyway, so they're making, they're making this game and it looks terrible. And uh, but, but apparently they tried uh, approaching you to actually work for them yes. in some capacity. Yes. So, you know, you could have been in this video. Yes. I that, believe they didn't have any programmers at the time. Well, to be honest, it looks like they haven't got any now because <laughs> it looks fucking awful, and the artwork looks shit as well. And uh, they all already seem to have like twelve people on the team, and none of them were programmers. Yeah, it's oh. a bit of a weird mishmash of what? What were they then? Ideas, guys. I do not know. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- this looks terrible. It's like they thought, "Would well, you know what? There aren't any games for action gamers on Facebook." Yeah, because action gamers don't go on Facebook to play games. They go on there to bitch about you know proper games. Maybe, but you don't go to Facebook to play some exciting action arcade tile because it's some shitty running under multiple levels of API bollocks. And it looks like that as well. It looks bloody awful. Um, so that's terrible, too. So, 
do have a look at that. 15 <laughs> days to go, £2,856 of 60 grand. Um, so that it made a thousand pounds on its first day, though. It did. That was quite, <laughs> quite sad, really. We, they said, Oh, let's have a look at the update. And the first update says, Hey, we've made a thousand pounds in the first day. Imagine where this Kickstarter could go. Um, into the toilet. That's, that's where. Now, air draw. Now, this looks Instinct fucking amazing. Classic. This is brilliant. I'm almost tempted to just stick the video on, just the audio of it. Just so that you, because I, I think describing it, you wouldn't even believe me. So the idea of air drawer is you have this thing on your phone, and you hold your phone, and then you do a dance, and it turns that into a picture, and then you get a fortune cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that's it. What the fuck is that? It's utterly mental. You, you really, really need to watch this video. Though. You absolutely have to watch the video. I mean, I almost, I'm almost tempted to find a way to embed it into the website because it is so but fucking The best bit is you're not even joking. You do a dance and yeah. then get a fortune cookie. Yeah, and literally that. Um, it's only made $1 of $2,000, but it's got 41 days. I would, I would genuinely like to see this actually make its well, money. Well, the thing is, though, like, it's, it, it must take, like, the, the gyroscope and then use that to map the 3D movements of the th- the phone in real space. Yeah. And then uses that to create, like, some kind of image th- through it for whatever reason. I don't know how that works into becoming a fortune cookie either. But the just the video, it I don't think dancing is a necessity in it, but in the video, the guy just does a 30-second oh, oh, he throws himself into it. Yeah. crazy dance, yeah. and then the video ends, yeah. and oh, it's just yeah. mental. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, I I I I want it to make its money because it is just batshit. It's definitely not gonna. Uh, no, it's yeah as it stands. Um, so that's a pity. Um, right. Oh, parity the game. Now this this is oh holy fuck. So parity the game. Uh, apparently that runs on the Sketchy engine. No, what it is is it looks like they built something in Google SketchUp and then they've flown a camera through it. Um, um, and you just have to watch the video. It's like, it's like the Dire Straits video, Money for Nothing, if it had been made by a bunch of monkeys throwing feces around. So basically, it's an eight minute long, really dreary garage rock song played over a slow motion sort of fly through of a Google SketchUp of a city full of the worst modeled people you've ever seen. But it starts with this brilliant shot where it's obviously, they want it to look like it's a shot in a mirror, but they haven't figured out how to do reflective surfaces. So instead they've just rendered out this person and stuck a picture of them on the wall above a, 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 like a, um, a bathroom basin that they're looking into. It's, it's amazingly bad. And also the camera keeps on clipping through geometry um, as it goes through doors and stuff like that. It's uh, oh, utterly utterly shit they have no idea what they're doing in terms of making a game they they literally no idea um and and they would like uh six thousand is it five thousand or six five five thousand dollars to to make their their game i i just i just don't underst- don't understand what's going on it looks so bad i i, I just it's beggar's belief um, then this, the next one's called Bureau, the Bureau Season 1. Um, but really it's obsessed with tits, the game, really. And there's this guy who seems a bit odd describing it. And apparently it'll have some sort of education, education content. But the idea is he's trying to make a game that's uh, effectively a police procedural. Can't stop eating these. Well, you'll run out soon, fortunately, won't you? Um, and, um, it, it's just like a, a, a bit with some, some CGI with a woman with huge breasts that wobble quite a lot. 
And that is pretty much the, the complete takeaway that you'll have from this game. Well, when he's describing it, he just seems to be babbling incoherently yeah. about stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. It's like he wants like... to tell us a secret, so he goes down into the basement and then doesn't tell us a secret. Yeah, it's it's like <laughs> listening to David Icke in many ways yeah. go on about the lizard people. Um, but I, I don't know what the game is at all, because it doesn't. there's nothing there that's representative of actual gameplay. No. But, you know, he, he's so far, he's had 135 backers, which just goes to show that if you put wobbly boobs in something, people will give their money to it. Uh, which is a, a sad indictment. Um, 3,762 of 13,500. Uh, 13,500, other people might say. Uh, six days to go. Not going to make it. Thank fuck. Eternal Wanderer. Uh, I have no idea what this game is. I'm not actually asked at all. But uh, just watch the video for it. Because it's terrible. Um, it's hilariously bad animation. Um, CGI. Dave, pull the Walteser <laughs> bag off him. Okay. Um and it's it's like they've they've posed all of them and then they've just interpolated between all those poses and thought, yeah, that's how animation works. You just go for the complete extremes and then you interpolate between them. Hey, press. So, so someone kneels down. All they've done is they've interpolated between standing and kneeling down in the space of about two frames. Terrible. Utterly awful. Uh, no idea what the game is, but hilariously bad video and therefore worth watching. But they want $100,000. <laughs> Mad. Um, this game I've only added because the name of the chap amused me. Um, so all I'm going to do is I'm just going to play a couple of seconds of audio from it. Hi, I'm Galen Fott. And that was the entire reason for including it, just because the name makes him sound like he's a character from Star Wars. That's it. Um, actually, it looks quite attractive, but not, it's not a game. It's a cartoon where you choose your own adventure. Um, so pointless. But that's not going to make it either. Twelve and a half grand of... 36,000. Um, so, uh, the last one we're going to talk about in any depth is, uh, like we've been talking about them in depth, Two Steps Back, which is worth it just because there's this, the woman making it keeps on calling herself an artist. It, it's like a five minute long video blog from a teenage girl. Um, and uh, I reckon half the backers of it are her family. And it's just her going on about, I'm the artist making this thing. There's no indication of what the actual game is. And she can't draw noses to save her life. She, she's also the coder and the programmer. <laughs> yes, she, yeah, she did all the programming and coding. So yes. that's impressive. Because most programmers can only do programming or coding. But she can do both programming and coding. So, well done her. Uh, and honest to God, I'm not picking on it because it's a girl. I want to point out this is no sexism. If, if this had been a bloke, there's another one we didn't show, which is about uh, well, this guy's just a psycho, and I don't want to encourage him. Um, <laughs> but this just um, this, there's no indication of what actual what the actual game is. Um, but she's made the money because she only asked for one and a half thousand, um, and 34 people stumped up one thousand six hundred. It's a visual novel. It's not a fucking game, is it? It's not really a game. There's there's games like that, though. I, I, I don't think of them as games. They're visual novels. That's what they are. Well, I games. assume it has some kind of actual elements of gameplay to it, as in you choose certain things, maybe. Mm. You choose to get nose surgery. That's what you choose to get, because you can't fucking draw them. So that just annoys me. Um, Pigeon Run, iOS, Android. Uh, the video is some appropriated sound from Family Guy and a really badly 3D rendered thing, and that's the entire thing. It's like, yeah... That'll, that'll yeah, do. Like the CGI in from the video would be great if it was actually in the game. I I would be interested in that game. The CGI is terrible, Dave. Yes, but it's good. Terrible. Okay. 
it it looks about the same quality as something as um our reboot that tv show yeah exactly yes, yes. yes it looks like that sort of level of shit i probably know some people who worked on that now that i think about it really <laughs> i i loved reboot really yeah absolutely i was a kid when that was on though so yeah yeah it was terrible it was brilliant it, it was terrible <laughs> really garish but that just watch the video. These ones just watch but then, the video. But the game's and go, nothing like that though. That's what's disappointing. Well, it's about pigeon shitting on things. I mean, yeah, no, but the games are like two D drawn. Well, you say that that's quite attractive compared to that, which looks. Oh, what is that? That's prototype. Oh, there you are, and that's a concept art. So maybe the genuine article will look like that, Dave. It'll look like shit three D. <laughs> uh, so that looks bad. Uh, there's something called Band Van. Just some arsehole wearing shades on the top of his head. And with want, no idea what a game is. Wants to bring back rock and roll. Wants to bring back <laughs> rock and roll. Has no idea what games are. Left. I, I imagine he has, he may, he's maybe, he's maybe seen a picture of Space Invaders at some point. And that <laughs> is, that is his qualifications for making a game. Looks, uh, awful. Um, but th- it doesn't look like anything. It's, it looks like some clip art, uh, some shitty clip art. And it's a terrible 30 second video of a man who is just annoyed about manufactured pop being in the charts. Go just shout at people in a bus stop. That was a Kickstarter. Um, and the last one, Cat Simulator, um, which is just is 17 seconds long a video of the Nyan Cat music along with some terrible CGI. Yeah. So someone's just seen Goat Simulator and thought, people like cats. Yes, uh, pretty much. Um, and 118 people seem to agree, sadly. Uh, I don't think it's going to make its money. What well, the name of the days. studio? What is Game it? Teams Studio. Well, that's terrible. That's the most generic name anyone could possibly think of. Well, yeah, and again, it won't be a fucking studio. This just annoys me, that does. People who... Uh, one person is not a studio. You, in your sweaty little box room, is not a studio. And yeah, Mark. Just, yeah. I, I, that wasn't quite directed at you. <laughs> well, you have, your thing doesn't have studio. What's your name of your company? Acid Nerve. Exactly. That's, does it say Acid Nerve Studio? No. D- Acid Nerve Games? No. Well, just Acid Nerve. At That's least fine. there's three of them. Yeah, and there are three of you, and you're transatlantic. Yes, we are. You think that about that. Wait, posh. where's Australia? <laughs> isn't isn't that next to Yorkshire? Yeah, no, it's not even transatlantic. Well, really. it is it's transatlantic the other side of the world. It is if you go the wrong way. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Anyway, so Cat Simulator looks terrible, um, but worth it for the video alone. Um, no. yeah, uh oh, is that a new year controller? No. No. Okay. No. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, so that looks shit. Um, yeah, and, uh, and that, that's kind of, that shit starter. Um, you know, there's really nothing of worth to any of these games for the most part, but do go and look at the videos and be astounded at how bad they are. Um, and, and feel free to, to laugh at the unfortunateness of humans. Basically, this is like Bedlam. Do you remember the old, the old Bedlam asylum where they used to let people in? You could just pay a penny to look at mentals. That's, um, <laughs> I don't think I ever went there. No, I think, I think it closed yeah. I think in, in the, uh, the 1900s. Um, but, uh, but this is, that's what Kickstarter is effectively the equivalent of these days. It's just full of people who, people whose society have failed, really, um, by not instilling in them some sense of reality as to what's worth money and what's not. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's still better than X Factor. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. Those, those early rounds with the genuinely disturbed people. I, it's it's terrible, but kind of like it. That's why we're doing one about shit star as well. It's the same <laughs> reasoning. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. I think you know someone needs to tell these people that they need to stop. Um, that you know, because the time they spent doing this, they could have, I don't know, spent looking into other jobs. To be fair, most of these Kickstarters we've covered in this section don't look like they've taken very long to put together. No, but this one's got you know, this one's got six pictures of a cat. Yeah, so there's that, and and a cat with David Bowie's eyes. So you know, it's been a bit a bit of time. Yeah, there's some words. Yeah, more than an hour. Yeah, definitely more than an hour, and that's an hour that could have been spent slitting their wrists. <laughs> so, so that's so that shit starter for you. Harsh, some might say <laughs> a little bit harsh. Yeah, other people might say fair. Um, yeah, <laughs> right. Well, there you go. Have we covered everything there? Then? I think. I think. I think. I think. Is there anyone left to insult? We really shouldn't end on shit starter, should we? <laughs> Why it's such not? a negative note to well, end in. Well, maybe. Well, can you think of something positive? You're going to E3. That's a, that's a positive thing. Yeah, that's positive for me. Well, it's positive not for really... us as well, because it means we haven't got to look at your fucking ugly mug for a while. <laughs> for a week. I mean, you wouldn't see me anyway. It's not like I come around your house every day. Oh, yeah, but there's no danger. I know that I'm safe from seeing your ugly mug. <laughs> you accidentally run into me in Manchester. Oh, for fuck's exactly. sake. I might fancy a coffee in tack. Right? Yeah. And normally you'd be there coding up a storm in the corner, but not now. I'm safe. That's what I'm saying. Okay. But you know, it's going to be fun for you, you and Dave. Yeah. Do you get to go inside the building or not? I don't know. Uh, what we, Yeah, one of them we may, maybe do. You'll have Definitely a nice... can't talk about some of the specifics of this. You'll, have, you'll have a nice press conference, won't you? Maybe. <laughs> or is that something you're not supposed to talk about? <laughs> That's what I'm not supposed to talk about. Okay. Are you doing it all nude or something? Are they doing some kind of crazy devolver prank? Yeah. We have to, we signed a contract to say that we could only do this if we went naked for the entire week. Oh, heard it here first. You heard it here first. Um, so if anyone wants to come and interview me at uh, E3, I'm, I'm I'll, be na- I'll be the naked person. I'm definitely glad you're not in the country if that's true. <laughs> uh, right. Well, has anyone got anything positive to think to say? To, to, to make up for the, <laughs> the unremitting gloom that. of, first of all, shit starter, and then the prospect of ginger balls. Ginger balls? <laughs> are, you, are your balls ginger? Not, I don't think so. Have you never so. <laughs> No. <laughs> I've never been naked before in my entire life. That's it, you always, you just like I, poke a shower head down your trousers. <laughs> and then, no, just keep it all sealed off. <laughs> yeah, that's it, well, they... God knows what colour they are I, by now. I put on one nappy when I was first born. I've never taken it off. Wow, that's that is. I mean, that's pretty good stretch. That's that's impressive. Yeah. Has anyone got anything positive to say? <laughs> Come on, you must have. What's your nice new car like? Uh, it's very nice. There we are. We're done. <laughs> Thanks. See you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>